Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. How's everybody doing this Sunday morning here in mid-January? So I hope everybody out there has had uh, a good weekend so far. Um, but let's get those uh, uh, thank yous um, to our um, essential workers in our frontline workers, our doctors and our nurses, our paramedics and our police and our fire departments. I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. And thank you for, uh, or two, my guests on my show, the listeners around the world, followers, I thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. And also, ladies and gentlemen, you can now Google search the Truckers Podcast and it'll come up. Obviously, the Truckers Podcast. Listen notes. Uh, you can also even uh, uh, download that app as well and uh, you'll find my, my podcast on there as well. And of course, here on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and so many more different media sources out there with uh, Apple iPod, anything like that. You can, you can search me. And of course, um, Player FM. Also, search my podcast on there as well. So, here 
in Ontario, Canada, this was announced yesterday by the Ontario government. The Ontario government is extending nearly all emergency orders under the Reopening Ontario Act for another 30 days. That one is the lockdown. What has been included is a stay-at-home order here in Ontario, where I reside. Now, I know that the, our, our premier of this province is going to come out tomorrow because it was just sort of like a news announcement. It wasn't, he didn't come on TV to announce this, and I'm sure that he is going to uh, be on television tomorrow afternoon um, explaining to us uh, why it is um, going to be extended. And Friday, just this is past Friday, it was something like 4,000 cases of COVID on Friday here in the province of Ontario. So not surprising that um, he made this announcement Saturday morning, yesterday. Now this um, reopening, the Reopening Act Ontario um, to help preserve our healthcare capacity and protect Ontarians until everyone can be vaccinated. Well, that's another story. That'll be on another show when not just when all Ontarians will be vaccinated, it's when the entire country will be vaccinated and what situations arise with that and what's going on with that. You want to stay tuned uh, to the Truckers Podcast for uh, that story and what's going on with that. It's, uh, it's very interesting what's taking place and uh, we'll talk about uh, why that happened um that program i will do uh the monday morning show coffee with you here on the truckers podcast so you can tune in for that now the orders under the reopening act uh, which were set to expire january the 20th have now been extended until february the 19th and that's the shutdown for non-essential services. He goes on to say here, extending these orders ensure that necessary tools remain in place to help respond to this to the disturbing increase in COVID-19 cases and deaths and provide safeguards for people in Ontario, especially our vulnerable populations. Now, here across Canada, um, yesterday, we hit that 700,000 mark. 
for the entire country. Just four weeks ago, Canada had 600,000 cases. In one month, we managed to get an increase of 100,000 cases. Ontario has the second highest case count. The province of Quebec has the highest. In Quebec, they have a curfew. Here in Ontario, we have the lockdown orders and the stay at home orders. The stay at home order requires people by law to stay home unless an outing is deemed essential. Now, I talked a little bit about this um, yesterday uh, when it comes to um, policing this stay at home order. And I did mention that the police will not enter your home. They will not stop you walking down the street and they will not pull you over driving your car. What the enforcement officers will be doing is they'll be looking for and, and, and responding to complaints of large gatherings, uh, making sure that the grocery stores, the big box stores that sell groceries, are in, are in compliance with the orders of how many people can be inside at one time. So things like that, that's how the, uh, um, the, the police and um, other inspectors uh, will be enforcing this stay at home order. And of course, with the lockdowns continuing for another 30 days, making sure that you know non-essential businesses are remaining closed and no one's violating that as well. So already, you know, what I've seen too, before I say that, what I've seen too is that, um, you know, driving down my street, um, a couple of neighbors um, have signs on their front lawns, you know, that, that reads, um, no more lockdowns. You know, with cases like this and, and being the second highest case count in the entire country and the spread of this virus and the, the new variant of this virus is here in Canada and right here in Ontario. And a case of the new variant was discovered right here in the city of London, where I live, which this came from the United Kingdom. And so the government, feels that 
um, the lockdown order will be extended another 30 days, and I'm not surprised. In a sense, I was expecting it. How's that going to reflect on kids going back to school? Well, we won't know anything about that until probably Tuesday. Because schools were scheduled to go back on the 25th, I believe it was, of this month. Stay at home learning is what the kids are doing right now. And that, um, well, we'll have to wait. Well, we're going to have to wait to see what is going on on um, with that. So our government here in Ontario um, is extending it. This stay at home order, um, which has been now, I think this is about the fourth day of this stay at home. Now this started on January the 14th, the stay at home order on top of the lockdown. So now like I said, they're not talking about when when schools will be able to go back. Um, or even, you know, like I say, this lockdown is another 30 days. You know, small businesses, you know, compared to the, to the big box stores. You know, it's, and being locked down restaurants, you know, back, you know, back in the summertime when we, we were able to um, go to a patio, I mean, there was restrictions. So many people at a time, no more than a group size of five. And the tables were big enough that you could sit five around it easily. And I don't recall any restaurants here in the city of London where I reside had any outbreaks. But we've had them in our Walmarts. We've had the outbreaks in our grocery store. We've had our outbreaks in big box stores. But the little guy, there was no outbreaks. Less people, for one, that were allowed inside. Where there was no mandated order of how many people could be in, in a grocery store or the Walmarts or the big box store. People were flocking to these places as though there, there was no pandemic going on. So why didn't we 
from the get-go. And with the reopening act, like when we shut down, like we last spring, like we, we like we really shut down. We shut down hard. So when we started to gradually reopen last spring, why didn't they still have the limitation on how many people inside a public building? I can't answer that question. And then we had outbreaks in hospitals. And of course, the retirement homes and, and some nursing homes as well. Serious, serious outbreak. Did we miss something? Should there have been other guidelines put in place? How much of this virus do we have under control? I mean, we went just from four weeks from 600,000 to just over 700,000, another 100,000 in four weeks, to bring it up just over 700,000 cases in the entire country. What are we missing here? You know, that's an answer that I think that we should we should get. And it's a it's an it's a question to the government of Ontario and and the, to the federal government. You know, what did we miss? What other things could we have done? Like I said, when we start to slowly reopen. Why didn't we keep the limitations down? Because I remember back last spring when you go to the grocery store and it was like that, you had to, you were in a lineup waiting to get in. So why didn't we just keep those limitations on to begin with? Good morning, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. So I was out here talking about um, the uh, the Ontario government here in Canada um, had extended um, these emergency orders. So our lockdown here in Ontario has been extended for another 30 days on top of the stay at home order that came into effect just this Thursday past. And with our case counts going up all over the country, Canada has now um, surpassed 700,000 cases. Quebec and Ontario have the most cases in the entire country, being Ontario, the largest province in Canada. So what I was talking about, you know, going back to, you know, last spring is that when we started to reopen and why didn't we keep um, some of these measures in place? 
as to how many people are allowed to be in, you know, the Walmarts and the Costco's. You know, because small business, small businesses, when you go to the mall and you have a small business, you have better uh, control of how many people you're going to let in your store at one given time. Better for contact tracing. Back in the summertime, when we would go to a patio, they did contact tracing. They took your information down. Your name and telephone number. Big box stores and Walmarts and stuff like that. They were never doing any of that. They had outbreaks in the Walmarts. They had outbreaks in the Costco. But not in any of these small businesses. Not in the mom and pa restaurants. But over the summertime leading up before these lockdowns, Costco was jam-packed. Walmarts were packed. Other big box stores. You know, with the stay-at-home order, you know, people are saying, well, not only people are going to the big box stores, but online ordering and curbside pickup is continuing with the stay-at-home order. A lot of people... I mean, still, there's items that people order online that get delivered right to their home. I mean, you don't necessarily have to go, you know, uh, when you go to the grocery store, um, uh, uh, for instance, Walmart, because they sell groceries now, um, you could do online ordering and and go up to, to the pickup section. You don't have to go in. And same with the other grocery stores here, too. You, you can order it all online. They'll let you know approximately when it's ready. You drive there, put your information in, and they come out and they put it in your car for you. Curbside pickup is a great thing. You don't have to come in contact with anybody. But now with this stay-at-home order, um, enforcement, um, they they will be really looking closely at these big corporations such as Walmarts and, and Costco's of how many people are inside and are they following the mandated rules. With the stay-home order, the police are not going to stop people walking down the street. They're not going to come to your home. They're not going to pull you over while you're driving your car. They're going to be looking for large gatherings and people who are blatantly violating the stay-at-home orders. No, not like Quebec. You know, Quebec has a curfew. And if you had a chance to listen to my show yesterday, 
or last night that the police in Quebec are handing out fines to the homeless. They have a curfew from 8 p.m. until 5 a.m. Shelters are, are, are full in the winter time. And yet the police in Quebec give a fine to a homeless person. That's ridiculous. So, when he talks about, um, you know, these, these uh, new guidelines too um, with this stay-at-home order. Um, like I said about schools, um, school uh, school closures um, extended in COVID nineteen hotspots. Now these hotspots include the city of Toronto, um, the York region, Hamilton in Windsor and the Essex is around Windsor and the Peel region is around Toronto along with the York regions. They're gonna they're those are the hot spots. And it and it seems that even in, in the lockdowns and the stay-at-home orders, somehow, some way that the uh, the city of Toronto and the surrounding areas seem to be the hot spots. Population wise for one. People not possibly following the, you know, the mandated rules. Somehow it's spreading, ladies and gentlemen. Somehow the virus continues to spread. Even in lockdowns, stay-at-home orders, somehow it's still spreading. And to go from, you know, 600,000 cases in the entire country in four weeks at another 100,000. I wouldn't be too surprised by the end of February that we hit a million. I wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me one day. I was reading somewhere that this new variant of this virus is in, is in 50 different countries. Canada is one of them. We have the new guide, the, 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 the uh, new guidance on, on uh, mask use. You know, it's a guidance, not you know, it, it's law inside buildings. It's now being recommended that individuals wear a face covering or a mask when they are outdoors and cannot physically distance from others. Individuals are still required to wear a mask or face covering in the indoor areas of businesses or organizations. And the retail hours are slashed. Nine essential stores must open no earlier than 7 a.m. 
and closed no later than 8 p.m., including hardware stores, alcohol retailers, and those offering curbside pickup or delivery. Like I say, if you want to get that stuff done, you got to get it done during the daytime. Those restrictions do not apply to stores that primarily sell food, pharmacies, gas stations, convenience stores, and restaurants for takeout and delivery. Now they talk about here, non-essential construction has been limited. They're not listing what non-essential construction is. I think any construction is essential, especially when it comes to, you know, um, street maintenance and so on. Um, housing for one, you know, we're still building homes. You know, people have, have their closing dates and they have to move into the new home. But I don't think that is, I don't know. And they also have the new enforcement measures. The government has also introduced new enforcement measures to ensure that the enhanced public health restrictions are observed across the province. Our premier of Ontario says that all enforcement and provincial offense officers, including the Ontario Provincial Police, local police forces, bylaw officers, and provincial workplace inspectors will have the authority to issue tickets to individuals found in non-compliance with the stay-at-home order or mask covering guidelines. Well, like I said, the police are not gonna pull you over in your car. They're not gonna stop you when you're walking down the street. You know, the police have other matters to deal with on a, on a regular daily basis than to stop somebody walking down the street or just randomly pulling over a car and saying, where are you going? You know, police get hundreds of calls on a daily basis, you know, from neighbor disputes to, to other serious crimes. But they're only going to respond to if someone complains that there's a large gathering somewhere or that some store isn't following the rules. Then that's when they will get involved. You know, not like the province of Quebec where they, they just went overboard and having their curfew and, and fining um, homeless people. I was appalled by that. That's actually really disturbing that how would a police officer use his judgment in that case? But, uh, you know, like, you know, I, 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 I come out here and I, and I just ask people, you know, Let's do our part. 
you know, as tough as it is on all of us, and tougher on, on, on other people too, you know, how this is playing out um, mentally, financially. You know, it, it's, it's not good. I don't know how long the government thinks that people can continue with these lockdown orders. Keep extending them another 30 days. We don't just have a newsflash. You know, come out onto on national television and, and start talking to the people, but say, yeah, you know what? We're gonna have to extend this another 30 days. I found that by accident, by by reading news articles. <laughs> you know, why is he just putting it in print when he's always been out in front of the public, in front of the cameras? talking to the people of Ontario. But like I say, he's going to be out in front of the cameras tomorrow along with his, his medical team. What other things he's gonna talk about? Well, that's gonna be remain to be seen. You know, and with these uh, stay-at-home orders, um, with some confusion about the new stay-at-home rules, um, So he goes on to say, so the confusion around surrounding the rules um, also prompted the provincial government on Wednesday just passed to release a list of answers to the most asked questions as they were received. A common theme is recognizing government's inability to implement a single set of restrictions that are perfectly responsive to the unique circumstances of every single person here in Ontario. So first question that was asked, you know, what is considered an essential trip? The Ontario government admitted they can't determine what is essential for every person in the province provide a list of categories people should consider before leaving their home, which including food, health care services, including medications, exercise, or work when someone's jobs can't be done at home. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me.
Is there a limit on the number of, of times someone can leave their home in a day? This is a question. No, but all trips should be considered. Hi, good morning. Welcome to the Truckers Pod uh, host. I'm your dad. I'm a dad. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? Is Do I have an echo? Um, I don't know if there is or not. Try it again. Yeah, there's just, just some back up. There's a little bit of uh, some noise in the background. I, well, my furnace is running, so, yeah. I'm in Indiana. That's cold. I apologize. No, that's okay. Um, as far as uh, I listened to about five seconds of your show, and I enjoy it. Thank you. Uh, kind of sound like Stephen Gardner. <laughs> check guy. Yeah. So yeah, so I was just uh, uh, you know talking about um, what these stay home orders mean here in Ontario. And um, ah. with, with, with the lockdown and um, some of the questions um, that were asked, um, what is um, considered um, essential trips? And oh. um, right. So these these are questions by individuals who who asked um, these questions. So. Um, like the one question here, is there a time limit for how long people can leave their homes? No, there isn't, but the government said people should spend as little time as possible um, outdoors. The same here. I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yeah. Coming to you live from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yeah, I've been to Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yeah, being it's in a truck. not very nice. Yeah. And, uh, so what's going on there um, with any um, rules that you may have um, for stay at home or, or you know, any, anything like that? What, 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 is, what are you guys doing? Um, we are on uh, 50% lockdown. Okay. As it were. Uh, so basically. required everywhere. Okay. No matter what. And uh, outdoors as well. No, I mean, if you go outside, you're allowed to go outside. I mean, we're not. We're fifty percent. What fifty percent means? Uh, the restaurants, bars, things like that. You walk into a bar or restaurant, or whatever the case may be, and you have to have a mask on. But once you sit down at your table, you can take it off. But if you get up to go to the bathroom, you have to put your back, your mask back on. That's what that's what we were doing over the summer months, that, that same thing, um, limited uh, capacity as well. Yeah. We right. are at, uh, yeah, limited capacity. We're at bars and uh, everything else is at 50%. Social, like if I were to have a party, 
at my house, I could be sighted because I have more than 25 people. Yeah, see, we're all, we're what we're down to right here in the province of Ontario is that it's um, only people who live in a household. Um, right now, we can only we can only gather with no more than five people outside. All of our restaurants and bars, any any non-essential services are sh are closed. Only essential services are available, like your grocery stores, your pharmacies. Right, um, and how and is that like not a social gathering? Well, they have a limit. They have a limit of of, of people who can go into in the grocery stores. They they keep right? the count. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They have to be at, at a certain capacity, or they or they will be fined. Yep, same down here. Yeah. So, and then our, we're just extending, yeah, we're just extending our, our lockdown for another 30 days. Well, ours just got ramped up. And in the end, I'm in one of the worst hit, supposedly worst hit counties of my state. Mm -hmm. And I'm a, I'm a meat cutter. I'm a butcher. So you're an essential worker. Yeah. And even before, oh, man. We could talk about essential workers. It's these nurses and everything else, everybody who's a front line, if you want to call them that, God bless them. Oh, absolutely. I've been doing what I can for them, but I myself, you know, I was essential until I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yeah, I get and that. I just, I had to flip back over to a trade I didn't want to do anymore. Mm -hmm. But I was needed in that trade because there's a lot of people out there that can cut me, things like that. But, you know, as a factory worker, I went to school for culinary arts. and That's been a hell of a time. I know. Yeah, it has so it absolutely, and that's why that's why you know um, I talk about these things on my show and how important it is to follow these rules, you know, because it is going to help our frontline workers, our doctors and our nurses, because of the a lot of stress and the strain that they're under already. You know, people people may look at them as superheroes and, and things like that. They're human beings. They are right. They're, the, my... they're, they're, they're facing this head on. They're right in the face of COVID-19. Yeah. And I, and I can't get over how many people just blatantly don't believe uh, it. believe it or abuse it and, and rally and, and face slack or mask slackers and all this crap. Mask, you know, slapper. Mask, mask. Yeah, I meant to say mask slacker. <laughs> gotcha. Right, the slackers out there not wearing their mask. You know, and, you know, and that really, you know, that really irks me when when so many people are making sacrifices and thousands and thousands of people are dying from this. Well, I don't know what your uh, show your. Uh, 
underlying, uh, not underlying. What well, are you explicit? Are you marked? May I cuss? Um, I don't. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, foul language, really. Um, I, I just, okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I just got to know the <laughs> limits because yeah, I was no. really no, not going off against you. No, but I believe no. the people, the people should be able to choose. As far as the masks go, so then, then COVID nineteen, I I had it. I was on my couch. I was in the hospital for two days, and they're like, "Well, your oxygen levels are fine. You can go home." Thanks. Quarantine sucks. It does. Quarantine sucks around the world. If you've never had it, and and it's. Well, it's a difficult oh. thing to it's a, it's a difficult thing to do when you have to self quarantine, you know, for that reason. Um, but when we have people who are traveling that isn't essential, like going on vacation, exactly. Um, no, that that's you know, no, and and here, good. no, here in Canada, uh, once you leave this country and you come back, you have to self isolate for fourteen days. Yeah. And that's law. Well, that's, I live really close to the Ohio line. Yeah. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. And Ohio has that same thing. If you come to Ohio from anywhere, it come and go. You got to be quarantined. It doesn't matter what it's. Things are getting nuts. All these governors need to get together. The entire world needs to get together. It it, it didn't come from a bat. I think that what we need to do is that, you know, um, to to prevent, really, like, say, they have to have some sort of restrictions on travel. Well. You know, so, I mean, you know, right now it's winter time, right? Yeah, people want people want to go into you know down to Florida, down to the sunshine uh, sunshine state, or or they want to go to <laughs> yeah. Cuba, or they want to go somewhere, and and, and you know now is not the time for it. Oh, chill out at home. That's it. You know, everybody. That's if everybody would just hang out. Follow the fucking regulations, but you know I can't lie. It's, I don't wear a mask anymore. When you go in, when I'm you're happy. going into, when you're going into no. the grocery store, you are though, right? No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, because I want to protect other people. Yeah, COVID nineteen yeah. has affected my life. My, I've had family members die. I've, I've had it. I'm sorry and, to hear that. No, it just it's life. It happens. It's like the fucking flu. It's a bad, bad flu. Yeah, it is. It's and I know that's a cliche term, but it's be vigilant. Wash <laughs> your fucking hands. It took this to make the entire world say, "Wash your hands." Yeah, for the most part, 
Yeah, wash our hands. You know, it's something that we should be doing on, on a regular basis. Exactly. Employees must wash their hands. That's yeah. Every sign, everywhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah, when we return back to your workstation, make sure you wash your hands before you return back to your workstation. Yeah, there we go. You know, it's always been, there's there always been a policy in workplaces. Yeah, exactly. You know, return when you return back to your work before returning back, wash your hands. You know, that's even going over, even going over a smoke break or, or or doing whatever. When you come back into the building, wash your hands. When you come home, wash your hands. I mean, how many times were we told to do that uh, as when we were kids before dinner time? Mom would say, "Go wash your hands before dinner." Yep. There you go. <laughs> so it's if always you don't mind me there. asking. Yeah, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 57. You're 50, I'm 38. And I was brought up in the same, wash your fucking hands. Mm -hmm. Clean up. I mean, I'm an old farm worker. I'm a butcher, factory worker, whatever you want. It's... Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, this yeah. whole world. I mean, I spent nine weeks on my couch. I was ten years at a place. Shot my mouth off, and they're like, "All right, see you later." Did a whole bunch of con ah, did some construction work with my fucking brother-in-law. Pardon my language. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got to cut down on that a little bit. I'm sorry. I do apologize. Let it go, I do Let apologize. It go a couple of times, but yeah, we got to cut down on that. Yeah, I'll cut it down. It's, it's, I got a mouthful. That. That's all I say. I appreciate that. And... So, no, go ahead. That... This world is it's messed up, man. One hundred percent. It just doesn't doesn't make any sense to me, and it's not supposed to, I guess. But I guess to each their own. The way the world works. But I mean, everybody needs to calm the crap down. Yeah, yeah, calm we down, do. Follow guidelines. I mean, our government isn't there to kill us. It's just like me. You know, I'm a manager at my job. I'm not there to make these younger people or older people, for that matter, upset. Mm -hmm. I follow the rules. Just... And everybody has something going on in their lives, but yeah. As far as this COVID nineteen crap goes, and everybody's tired of hearing about it. Everybody's tired of talking about it. Yeah. But there's a new strain. New strain. That's we right. just got the vaccine, mm -hmm. and it's just been detected in my state. It's, it's detected here, also here in Canada, right here in the province, right here in the city that I live in. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's no beating it. it. It's, I don't want to say it's, it's 
Oh, it's beatable if we all just follow the rules. There you go. You know, give give and give the give the healthcare uh, the health professionals you know more breathing room and a better opportunity and, to fight it. Yeah, there you go. And I donate to like I give like from my shop my meat shop that I work in. I like here's all my checks mix. Here's all my not just a bag. I mean, I, I'm giving to the hospital, everything. Because like, these frontline workers, we're all frontline workers mm -hmm. at this point in time. And we all got to work together. That's right. If we're going to beat this thing. That's right. And it, it just, I don't get it. I really don't get it. People just work. They're like, oh, it's too much government outreach. No, it's because all you people are being stupid yeah yeah and exactly won't try to, it's like a bunch of kindergartners you know i said i said a couple of times on my podcast that children follow orders better than some adults do you know and here we have misbehaving adult you know and it's not making matters better you know and i say you know um, start being part of the solution and stop being part of the problem. Part of the problem. Yep, you're 100% correct. That, you should give yourself a clap for that. Not the clap, but a clap. There we go. So, yeah, so... Go ahead. I'm no, I'm no saint. Is I'm not gonna lie. Is I've forgotten my mask. This and that and the other. Turn around and go back to quit crying about it. Yeah. Oh Don't yeah. I've coughing on people. <laughs> yeah. I've I've gotten out of the car and, and almost get right up to the door of the grocery store. I'm thinking, oh man, I gotta go back to my car and get my mask. Yeah. Because sometimes you just subconsciously you're not even thinking about it, right? Right and but right now, it's now it's just automatic. It's just all mentioned. Ready? Yeah. As soon as I I, I put it I, now, I put it on while I, when when I get parked, I put it on. Yep. You know, and then I walk in, then I have it, and then I'll have to make a second trip back to my car to get it. Exactly. It's real freaking easy. Yeah. It's. It should now it should be pretty much second nature, right? Yeah, at this point in time, and then on the other side of it, it's sad. Mm -hmm. It's sad, you know, that we have to do this. Yeah. You know, it, what happened to sanitation? What happened to, you know, social distancing? It, you it know, just, that's a reminder that's a reminder every every single day. You 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 hear it from from our healthcare professionals. You hear it from your local governments. You know, um, wash your hands, social distance. You yeah. know, stay home. All these things. On, on, it's just driven into us every single day. Yeah, but before all this happened. 
what happened to not being in each other's space, if, if that makes any sense. I mean, there was really, I mean, back before all this started, I mean, it was just a, a, a normal life, right? No one's, right. no one, nobody saw this coming. You know, we just, nobody. you know, you know, from over, over just over a hundred years from the Spanish flu outbreak in, in 1918. 1918. Right. And here we yeah. are. And, and, and well, this began in 1919, you know, so a hundred, 101 years later, you know, here we are again. Spitting and farting and everything else on. It shouldn't have happened. It should not have happened. But uh, But it's the world we live in right now. That's it. You know, and, and, and we all, we all have to, we all have to do this together. And I've said it from time to time on my podcast. Yeah. From everybody all over the world that we have to do our part and, and do whatever we can to protect ourselves and our loved ones, you know, so we can move forward and we can get out of this mess. Yeah. And I mean, this new strain, maybe it's not as bad. Maybe it's more horrible. And just as soon as we get a vaccine going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, the vaccines are rolling out here in, in, in Canada. Oh, and Can- that, so. Canada's doing way better than the U.S. right now. Well, right now, our numbers, you know, I was before before you came on my, or maybe you were listening, and um, um, four weeks no, ago, okay. yeah, four weeks ago, Canada was at about 600,000 cases. Four weeks later, up to this very day, we managed to add another 100,000. So now we have 700,000 cases, right? No, we're not like, we're not like a lot of other countries out there. Um, Unfortunately with the United States, um, with your case counts and and, and the death rates and and, and stuff like that, that, you know, that just should not have happened. But it has, and that's something the United States has to deal with. Has to deal with, exactly. Yeah, but I said I too earlier. I said earlier too that I wouldn't be surprised by February or the end of February that Canada would hit a million. You almost so there. We're almost there. I mean, we did a hundred thousand in four weeks. I mean, if we continue on that pace. You know, it will be, you know, the middle of February when we hit a I million cases. Last time I checked, because I gave up on checking on it. I haven't checked uh, recently what it was. Yeah, I'm. I just live in a podunk town. There's snow. Not like you, probably. You're probably like covered, like four feet of snow. No, actually, we're not. <laughs> really? No, That's we're not. Crazy. Yeah. No, it's actually not. It's not even really cold out um, right now. Um, we had the only the largest amount of snow we got was over Christmas. And uh, that was about two and a half feet of snow. But, you know, it's mostly gone now. Boxing Day or Christmas? I look at uh, Christmas, yeah, it started over Christmas Eve uh, into all, all day Christmas Day. 
right into the evening of Christmas Day. It just hammered us. Yeah. So that was the most significant snow that we've gotten so far. But they're talking about a, a, a polar vortex coming from the North Pole. Oh, that's going to chill our bones, they say, by the end of January. But I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen that yet. Yeah, it happens every February. Yeah. Polar vortex. Late, yeah, late January <laughs> into February. Just yep. when you think you're out of it, you know, and all of a sudden, boom, all the frigid cold comes down from the North Pole and it brings along the snow with it. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. But, you know, Canada likes to share. You know, we like to share yeah, our snow with know, the United we States. Get some of that. You know, I was, <laughs> I was almost inside Canada this past July. <clears throat> Tried to drown three times, but... <laughs> White ghost. <clears throat> I apologize for the cough. It's ah, it's just reminiscent of uh, the Stand. If you've ever seen that movie by or read the book Stephen King, The Stand. No. No, I haven't. You should check it out. I got some. It's. Just like what's going on right now, only way more. That's kind of what we're in, man. You know, it's the end of times, man. Yeah. It really does feel like that at some points in time. I don't know, with everybody running. At the beginning, I went to Walmart just to make chili. Mm-hmm. And I ran into a friend of mine, and he was making chili himself. I hadn't seen him in like a year, and I was, and people were just running around frantically. And I was like, "Jason, what are you doing here?" He's like, "Nick, what are you doing here?" Well, I just wanted to see what the hell was going on, to be honest. <laughs> and it was, and that's why we're there. So we just walked around together, and people were insane. And I mean, it, it's calmed down a bit, but I mean, what, like 938,000 people gone? I, one of my best friends, he's a uh, project specialist in New York City. And Seven people, seven hundred people a day were dying. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, they were burning." Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. They're burning their bodies. They just had nowhere to go. They're digging mass graves in <laughs> New York City. That's one hundred percent truth, honesty, and it's still going on. Yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely crazy. I mean, this is news at its best. I mean, it's insane. All over the world. Pen yeah. Pens Pennsylvania still just pretty much 100% shut down. Mm -hmm. uh, my friend, she's a paleontologist. She's it's weird, man. 
everybody, eh, this whole damn global pandemic, when people say that, why is there no news about the rest of the world except us? I mean, we can get online and look it up, but it's hard to find. What's going on in North Africa, South Africa? Yeah, you just uh, just uh, go on the uh, the uh, coronavirus uh, world meter, and uh, it'll tell you exactly how many cases where and what's happening. Yeah, but that, that's what bugs me. I mean, they already had so many problems to start with. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Anyway, I guess I, I'm just talking out my. Hey, it's okay. I mean, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind people uh, uh, coming on and talking to me live and uh, sharing some of their stories or experiences or whatever like that. Uh, it doesn't matter if I go off topic a little bit. Um, you know, it, it's good to hear from people. Um, you know, um, what is going on, you know, in their part of the, the, the country and around the world. So, no, I appreciate you calling in. Um, absolutely. Hey, at least there's sports. Absolutely. Hockey's back. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky is the man. Yeah, he is. He is. Fucking, they're freaking he's the man, one. right? He's the best one ever. But yeah, hockey's back on, so it's nice to uh, get that going. And I used to like play that. a lot of hockey as a kid. Yeah, I paid. Yeah, I paid. Yeah, street hockey, pickup hockey, you know, all that kind of stuff. Any hockey? You know? Any hockey. Yeah, any hockey yeah. didn't matter. Taking a hockey stick to school to play hockey. Yeah, you know, even school. just running around. Yeah, no yeah. joke, man. Yeah, we were. You got that right. Yeah, the good old days is so much fun. But yeah, but the here here in uh, uh, um, Canada, like we have the um, uh, the the Ontario Hockey League. Um, we have the, the Quebec League and the Western Leagues, which also in, includes some of, of the United States um, that are in these leagues. And um, that hockey um, probably doesn't look like it's going to start this season. No, um, everything is. The entire world's shut down. I think we're lucky we're even getting any sports right now, whether it's, whether yeah. it's football, whether it's football, hockey, basketball. You know, the way they, you know, with baseball, I mean, I think we can, you know, say that's, you know, we're pretty lucky we even have that. You hey, know, do you check out a, do you check out a uh, podcast or not a podcast, but Barstool Sports at all? Uh, no. Well, you should check Barstool Sports out. You like Jose Canseco. You know Jose Canseco, right? Yeah. Okay, that dude is okay. Growing up, who's a freaking hero of mine, and uh, just because Oakley's man, he they were awesome. Was now he's going to be in a boxing match with a guy from 
And I guess they're getting free advertisement now, me talking about it. I don't work for them, no affiliation, just a big fan of Barstool Sports. It's going to be a fight, a uh, boxing cool. match. A Jose Canseco versus, oh, what the hell is his name? He's some idiot from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll have to check that out, I guess. Yeah. Bar, bar school sports. Yeah, absolutely. You check them out. It'd be, uh, be an honor to work for them, I think. But. Yeah, it'll give me something else to do today because I don't really have to go anywhere. And um, um, on the weekends, you know, I like to get my podcast out there and, and look at, you know, stuff that, you know, I would like to talk to, talk about. And hopefully that, um, you know, it's something that people want to want to listen to, you know, because it's, I think it's, yeah. I think it's interesting that, that people learn about what's going on in other countries, you know, from, you know, from wherever you are, the United States, Europe, or any, any anywhere around the world that say, Hey, what is Canada doing? What's Canada up to? You know, well, how are they dealing with this? You know, to give uh, you, an ins- to give you an insight uh, of what's going on here in Canada, dealing with these issues um, that we're facing today. I know it, it. It's insane. I'm walking around my house. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna give me time to looking out the window. Yeah, looking out the door. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the sun's up where you're at. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same time as you are. It's what time is it? It's uh, yeah. twelve past eleven right now. Yep. You know, so <clears throat> yeah. Crazy world we're living in, man. But check out Barstool Sports. Man. I don't work for it's. I'd like to work for them. They're based out of New York City. And I don't know. It's, I mean, I've got so many friends that work in the in the Indian hospitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's almost, it, and it brings a new idea. To PTSD, what's in like two or three years or four years or five years or ten years? What's going to happen when you're going to see a commercial on TV that says, have you been affected by this, this, and this? Mm-hmm. You can join the class, class action lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, ladies and gentlemen. This is a good show today. Thank you for calling in. It's always nice to uh, to uh, hear perspective of um, from other Indiana. people. Yeah, from gentleman from Indiana, given his his perspective, what's going on there, what he feels. That's mostly appreciated. And uh, 
So let's get those thank yous out there, ladies and gentlemen, to all of our essential workers, our frontline workers, our doctors, our nurses, our paramedics, yes. our police, and our fire department. I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. Can I throw in a, uh, a little uh, short plug? Sure. If you can't read, you can't write. If you can't write, you can't type. And if you can't type, you can't find these wonderful shows on Podbean. So do yourself a favor. Go down to your local Dollar General. Buy yourself a pair of yellow sunglasses. They're right up beside the register. It's support literacy. If you can't read, you can't write, you can't write, you can't type. There we go. Awesome. Thank you for that. No, thank you. And And no affiliation, by the way. Yeah, and no affiliation. Yeah. It's just um, something I support. Yeah, that's great. That is awesome. Give you a round of applause for that, sir. And also thank you to my guests on my show today, listening live and talking to me live, and my followers. I thank you for joining me today here on the Trackers Podcast. So are we done? Um, yeah, something's going <laughs> on. With, something's going well on with my music here. I don't know what's happened to it here. I think it's still <laughs> it's, it's loading up for some reason. I don't know what it's doing here. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, I'm at, I'm on I'm on uh, I'm on my laptop doing this. Have my laptop beside me and my monitor in front of me. But I don't know what. Uh, that's just hilarious. I never, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember my first few podcasts. And I was like, ah, you're doing the same thing. No, it's all right, everybody out there in the world. <laughs> keep listening to this guy. Yeah, we just keep, yeah, this is just keep the show rolling uh, well, here for a minute. I can lower hard. my voice and, like, look now, world. <laughs> We're figuring this out. We are. See if I can get this one to. Uh, well, here. See if I can get this one to load up. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> there we are. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me this morning. This is the Trucking Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Have a great evening, everybody, or a great day. I will see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. for Coffee with You here on the Trucking Podcast. Take care. Boogie Nights out.